This is episode 113 on the Herpreneur Show. Today we have Instagram specialist Brooke Vilinovich. Welcome to the Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education, that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. I am back. We had one week off from the Herpreneur Show as I went caravanning. Yes, for the very first time. Let me tell you, it was an incredible experience. I'm used to hotels, but it was like I had a hotel strapped to the back of the car. It was great. We had a fridge, a shower, a toilet. We could cook. And we also had cyclones. Well, actually, I purposely missed them. We (laughs) obviously held back and we didn't go to the destination we were meant to go at the start, but we finally did get there and it was incredible. We unhooked the caravan, got the four-wheel drive out, went four-wheel driving on the beach, go to beaches that you just could not go to unless you've got a four-wheel drive. And I was kayaking and had manta rays around me. Now, I was screaming my head off. And I found out days later that manta rays don't actually sting you. It is the stingrays because I was thinking about the whole Steve Irwin thing. But uh, it was just such an incredible experience and definitely would go and hire a caravan again to experience it all again. So now I'm back. We're going to kick off with Brooke Vanilovich, who is an Instagram specialist. She is an international keynote speaker. She has created the Global Social Club Membership and Academy, which we share about today, what that is. And also, you've probably seen her on TV a lot because she continually gets on Channel 9 News for Perth. She has an incredible background of social media, marketing, and we dive into it today. Now, I felt like even though I was asking the most basic questions of Instagram, because I'm still up in my game and sharpening my sword on it, she took that question's answer to a brand new level. So if you already are all over your Instagram game, I'm telling you, this is even going to take it up another notch. Enjoy. Ladies, we have Brooke Vilinovich. You can also call her Brooke Vanilla Bitch. She is an Instagram uh, specialist. She's an inter- uh, international keynote speaker. She has been just off the stage from speaking with a big pregnant tummy and I heard in a pair of gorgeous sneakers, my husband said, you're going to love her sneakers. She has some Chanel sneakers on. I'm like, just want to kill her right now. And she has an incredible global social membership and academy called The Social Club. We're going to dive into all things Instagram today and also about Brooke's beautiful journey into where she is now. Welcome to the show, Brooke. It's so great to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And you know what I'm excited about? That sneakers are now acceptable fashion to wear on stage because it is a game changer for a heavily pregnant woman. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And I actually rocked the stage for the first time in a pair of sneakers just before COVID hit. And it was a big deal. Like even when I was pregnant, I was wearing heels. (laughs) And I actually, the funny thing is I had a pair of Chanel high heels on that day and I swapped them for a pair of cheap little sneakers. <laughs> they like $25. They looked amazing though. I bet. I've got an, my remember, last event tomorrow and I'm wearing heels and I'm already like, oh, 
oh well we'll make it work and sneakers just don't work with my outfit for tomorrow so I have to do heels that's fine totally get it totally get it now I would love for everybody to know where in this beautiful country do you reside in Perth Western Australia I'm in Scarborough so I'm very lucky to live right on the beach I'm a beach gal love the beach love to spend my spare time at the beach so that's my that's my dream place to live and I'm living the dream. Tell me, um, you're pregnant. I am. How far are you right now? Oh, my God. I feel like I've been pregnant for five years. I'm 31 weeks. Little Birdie told me that you're going to be on maternity leave pretty soon. Very soon, yes. So I have filming some masterclasses tomorrow. I have my last event that I'm putting on and hosting tomorrow and then the is it the following week two more weeks two more weeks and I'll be on maternity leave uh she's hanging up her Chanel sneakers I'm hanging up my Chanel sneakers but I mean I say I say maternity leave I'll still be working like I know right what else would I do what do you think it's gonna look like for you then what's that month gonna look like that you're giving yourself permission to have off um I'll still I have a pretty strict morning routine Um, which has definitely changed since I got pregnant. It used to involve a lot of high-intensity exercise that has gradually slowed down. But, you know, I get up, I clean the apartment, I do some washing, I do my emails, I do my social media, and then normally I start my work day. So I guess I'll do all of that until the, like, work day part and then, I don't know, what am I going to do? Do you have any suggestions? (laughs) (laughs) So I did not have the baby's room ready. Okay. until that month before well we don't have a baby room we don't have yeah. space <laughs> so currently the baby's sharing with my office yeah. um, well that's what happened with me that's what exactly happened because we were in an apartment when I felt same. pregnant yeah and my same. office turned into Braxton's room but then we actually kept his bed in our bedroom but <laughs> yeah we're exactly the same we're in a two-bedroom apartment because we're actually building and because of COVID, there's been so many building delays. So oh, yeah, there would be. we thought we'd be in the house, but we're not. And yeah, we're in a bit of a limbo um, wow. at the moment. But it is what it is and we'll make it work. Yeah, yeah. Well, three. it was three weeks afterwards we moved into our house. So Oh, ours is yeah. going to be like three years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> everything <laughs> happens for a reason, so there's a blessing there somewhere. <laughs> So let's backtrack back to Instagram world where it all started for you. Can you take us back? Was there a pivotal moment when you jumped on Instagram? Was it something slow and organic that happened? Take us back to how it all started for you being this Instagram specialist. So it was very accidental. I will say that. I started in the small business world actually doing event planning and management because my previous job, that was one of my main roles and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I was using social media as a platform to create an audience for events and also to sell tickets and then also to get my name out there as an event planner. And I had a girlfriend approach me that knew me from my previous job and she'd seen me leave my nine to five and start a business and enter this new world. And she really wanted to do it too and asked if I would help her. And she wanted to do it with a product-based business. And she was like, look, I don't have the money to pay you, but I've seen what you've done with your social media for your business. Could you just do that for mine? 
So I did and grew that business very quickly on social media. And then I had other businesses approaching me asking, could I help them? Mm -hmm. And I started doing that. And when I originally started, I was doing Facebook and Instagram because this was almost six years ago and the platforms were a lot simpler than they are now. And then I started hearing Mm -hmm. on the grapevine, I was the go-to girl for Instagram. So I niched down to Instagram, got rid of the event work and launched an actual Instagram training program for businesses. And yeah, that was almost six years ago now. Crazy. Wow. And so when you launched that program, did you launch it with the concept and just seeing if people were going to get that program or did you build the program first and then try to sell it? I I set a workshop date. I didn't have a uh-huh. program yet, but the workshop yep. booked out in about five minutes and I thought, <laughs> oh, shit, I better put a program together then. And <laughs> I based it on what I had done to grow both the product-based business and my service-based businesses. Mm. I actually disconnected from the internet for I think it was about two weeks because I didn't want to be distracted by what anybody else was doing and I just wanted Mm -hmm. to focus on exactly what I had done to build these businesses up and then be able to pass that knowledge on to others. And that's what I did. And I Mm. started with one workshop a week very quickly that turned into five workshops a week. Sometimes I was doing three workshops a day and this was a three-hour workshop. So I was going <laughs> back to back to back to back and and I just couldn't stop. And then I actually got an inquiry through from Mazda to come and teach their marketing people in WA. And originally I thought the email was spam because I was like, that what? Huh? This can't be real. Like I'm just a little nobody. Why? Surely there's someone better than me. And I ignored it. And then they yeah. sent me another one just saying, just double checking you got this email. And I was like, oh, is this real? And that's when I sort of realized, I think there's something in this. If yeah. A brand like Mazda wants me to teach them. I think I need to take this. Not that I wasn't taking it seriously, but I was just having a bit of fun, you know. I I didn't see it as a business, let alone um, a long-term sustainable business. Mm. But from that point on, that's, yeah, really when everything changed. Yeah, yeah. And it's when you get that finally, you know, a really big name out there and you think, wow, that's just Mm -hmm. the confirmation, you know, to know that you're going in the right direction. So Mm -hmm. six years ago you started, what changes have you seen in Instagram world? Has there been significant changes you've noticed? So when I started teaching Instagram, there was no Instagram stories. Stories Ah, didn't even exist. There was no business Instagram accounts either. Uh It was just one type of account. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were the sort of biggest game changes to Instagram for business. And then over the years, there's been the introduction of Reels. There's Mm -hmm. been IGTV. There's been Instagram Live. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's so many features. Instagram shopping now, which there never used to be. So heaps and heaps of changes on the platform constantly, which is really why my business still continues to grow and thrive because 
business owners are finding it so hard to keep up. It's almost like yeah. on the daily now that there's a new update. So yeah. I love the platform. I love using it and I love teaching other business owners how to use it too. So what do you think some of the biggest mistakes are that you see today with the businesses? We're trying to build our business and like I'll put my hand up like I know Facebook inside and out, Instagram, and I got banned from Facebook about a year and a half ago from marketing. So (laughs) we're now just working out trying to get a new account up that finally flies so I can market again because for me I love doing my events and I can't market. (laughs) So I'm in the back scenes doing all the marketing for us. I've been that girl too. I've been banned from everything. It just seems to happen. You're not the only one. Um, There's so many mistakes on the platform, but not mistakes that are getting you banned. I think the biggest mistake. Yeah, no, yeah, things that we're missing out on, like opportunities that we're just not doing. Yes. Um, A couple of little things. Things like knowing your audience. Mm-hmm. businesses jump on the platform. They see it as this fantastic way to get free advertising and marketing, jump on and just start sharing anything. And they don't actually take the time to stop and consider who is consuming the content, who is mm-hmm. your target market, who is your ideal client, where are they, how old are they, are they female, are they male, what problems do they have? What content can you share that's going to attract them to your business and also really convert you in their eyes to being the leader in their field, that a leader in your field that they want to follow? That's yeah. really the biggest mistake that I see made time and time and time again, just this idea that everyone's my customer and yeah. everyone will want to follow me. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's just not the truth. Yeah, and that comes down to just marketing mm-hmm. anyway, doesn't it? Well, we just go, how can you really get that spear so sharp that you really just hit the nail on the head? Um, what about for me, and this is what I really struggle with, I'm really trying to improve my Instagram game, but then I've been on holidays for <laughs> 10 days and it just went out the window. Mm-hmm. And I even have JM our um, the guy that looks after all the Herpreneur show and he's got, you know, things lined up for like, you know, posting and all that type of stuff. But then I still want to post my personal stuff because I understand we want that authenticity. But I think, who wants to know about my life? Like, surely, like, so I really struggle with just sharing stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted to post today and I was like, oh, I don't know if that photo's good. I don't know what to say. I might say that my husband took that because he said, he stopped me in the moment and said, oh, you look so beautiful. Let me take a photo. And I got really shy and I'm not a shy person, but when he says stuff like that, I go shy. And I went to post that and I thought, oh, no one wants to know about my life and I deleted it. <laughs> so right. share with us about the authenticity and do our do our audience really want to know us? Like I know we don't want to sell all the time and promote all the time, but can you take us down that? This is a selfish question totally for myself. <laughs> I'm sure we're all going to learn from it. <laughs> Look, it's about how you can reframe the content so it's mm-hmm. valuable to your customer and your mm-hmm. audience. So for something like that, you could say, you know, my biggest supporter in life and in business is my husband mm-hmm. and this is why he's so great and this is what he does to support me. Who's your biggest supporter? 
And yeah, that right. is, you know, getting your audience to engage. It's authentic. It is behind the scenes of your business, mm-hmm. but it's still relevant, yes. valuable content. So it's just all how you frame it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Beautiful. And so asking questions because what's important and can we talk about this is, um, and I do want to go into some more advanced stuff, but just the importance of engagement and taking time to comment can you go through why that's important and what that actually does in the deepening the relationship? Yes. So the way that Instagram works is there is an algorithm. Now, there wasn't always an algorithm. It used to be in chronological order. So actually, that's another huge change that's come in, going from chronological order to the algorithm. So the algorithm was introduced to really combat the growth of the platform and Mm -hmm. ensure that when each user logged on, they saw what they were interested in. Because as you can imagine, Uh the platform grew, way more accounts, way more content. If they still showed you content in chronological order, you'd be scrolling for days to find anything that you actually cared about, right? So Mm -hmm. the algorithm is based on a couple of key components, one of which is engagement. So what you engage with, it will show you more of that content in your feed. And as businesses, we want to flip the switch on that in that if we want to be shown in more of our followers' feeds higher up in the order of their feed as well, we need to be engaging with them to tell the algorithm that they're interested in what we're sharing. So Mm. you can no longer post and ghost on the platform or you Mm -hmm. will really struggle to grow. You've got to ensure that you are having a conversation because that's what the platform's designed for. It's Mm -hmm. not a microphone, it's a telephone. So Mm. responding to comments, responding to DMs, actually commenting on posts of the people you follow and actively Uh seeking out new people and commenting on their posts because conversation Mm -hmm. leads to conversion and that's how you make sales off the platform in the long term. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, Importance of hashtags. What's the importance of them? I'm the biggest advocate for hashtags. So hashtags. And do you have a hack also? Do I have a A hashtag? I remember there was something there. Yeah, I remember there was, and we will go the whole hog here. If you can, there, there was something that I was told, like with a hashtag, you can put it into this. I don't know, some program online and it tells you all the other examples of hashtags. Do you know that one? So can we just go down the hashtag world for a moment? Yes, we can. So hashtags essentially help to categorize content on Instagram. So you can use up to 30 hashtags on your post, which will then boost your post beyond just the people who follow you that are searching for hashtags because people search on Instagram now like they search keywords on Google. Mm -hmm. If you use those keywords on your post, that's how you get found by new people all over the world day and night. So where people get hashtags really wrong is they get too literal with what is in the image rather than thinking about their business overall. Uh So my best tips when it comes to selecting strategic hashtags that are going to get you found by potential customers is thinking about these questions. Who are you trying to attract? What have you got to offer? 
What are you trying to sell? And what hashtags would your customer be searching for? So if you can Mm -hmm. make sure the hashtags that you use cover at least one of those four, then you're being strategic, getting your hashtags to work for you instead of just attracting random spam and random followers who will never convert to customers. Yes, yeah. There is a website that can help you come up with hashtags. Um, My favourite is called displaypurposes.com, which sounds Mm -hmm. really weird and is absolutely nothing to do with hashtags whatsoever. But just (laughs) trust me on this one, displaypurposes.com. You open it up on your phone, you type a keyword into the search bar and it will automatically generate 30 hashtags relevant to that keyword. You can select copy, Paste onto your post, boom, done. Took you what? Five seconds maximum. So there is no excuse to not be using hashtags on your post. Love that. Love that hack. Now, just a little plug here if you want more of these great details. We do have the social club, which we will go into as well because I want to be able to promote that. Um, Besides the basic stuff of let's just say you should be scheduling we want to make sure we've got hashtags. What's something that you think, let's just say we've got some women on here and they've already got their VA or themselves and they're working their Instagram. What would be the next level for them which you would say this is where you really imagine they should be going now to take it up a level to maybe separate themselves from the, the their competition or just really stand out more? Two things. Thing number one, professional branding shoots regularly. Mm-hmm. That's going to make a massive difference because you've got that fresh source of content to continue sharing that is going to separate you from somebody else that is either still taking their own photos at home or has never done a branding shoot before and Mm. really level you up. And then thing number two is looking at your insights weekly. So Instagram Ah, gives you data on your account. It tells Mm -hmm. you what's working. It tells you what's not. You just need to look at it deliver more of the content that is getting you good results and less of the content that's not. If people aren't liking your content, if they're not engaging with it, it's because they don't like it and they don't want to engage with it. So share something else. Like it's very simple. That's don't lie. Yeah, that's don't lie. You don't actually have to guess your way through this platform. All of the information is there. You just have to look at it. Now let's just say someone says, I don't know where the insights are. Can you direct them where they are? I can. So if you go to your account and underneath your bio, there will be a button that says insights. You tap on that and they will open up from there and they're in real time as well. Yeah, and it is awesome. It's like, oh, wow, suddenly Mm -hmm. like you know. You you know exactly where you stand. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's dive into Social Club. (gasps) My favourite thing in the world. What is it? Yes, so I was doing the in-person workshops, which I spoke to you about, and gradually the word was spreading because everyone that was coming was getting these amazing results and sharing them online, how they were managing their own social media, getting sales, getting followers, getting engagement, and word started spreading. And I started receiving requests from over East and also internationally, Mm -hmm. how can we work with you? And I was so scared to put myself online for two reasons. One, I was scared of being copied. And two, 
The feedback that I receive a lot is that people really relate to and, and enjoy my energy, the way that I teach mm. it. And I was so scared that if I put it online, it wouldn't translate through a screen. Yeah. I was wrong. So um, <laughs> I'll admit that. <laughs> so I basically combined my in-person workshop training with an online community and regular lessons and webinars and the social club was born. So um, I'm very, very proud to say we've had thousands of businesses through the social club now and we have had businesses in 32 countries around the world coming to learn how to up their Instagram and improve their Instagram marketing and get confident on the platform as well. Yeah. So that's what it's about. It's an open membership. You can join at any time. There is a weekly lesson, weekly mm-hmm. tasks to get you active on Instagram. Um, and we do all kinds of cool events and fun stuff like that too. So Fantastic. Cool. Absolutely yeah. love it. Tell me about Adele. We've got an ebook here for everybody, which um, if you scroll to the bottom of the show notes, you'll actually see it there. And if you also go to annettelackage.com forward slash Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E, and we have everything that we mentioned today, any of the links that she mentions, also the hashtag hack, we'll have that all there. But tell us in your ebook, mm-hmm. you talk about Adele. I do talk about Adele. She's very important to me. (laughs) Who is Adele? What does she do? Why do we all need an Adele? So remember how we were discussing the biggest mistake that people make on Instagram is not Mm -hmm. knowing their customer and not knowing Mm -hmm. who's consuming their content. Adele is my ideal client. So she is a culmination of where my client is, the age my client is, what problems my client has and when I am creating every single post on Instagram, before I hit that post button, I stop and I say to myself, would Adele care about this post? If not, can I change it so Ah. she would care? If I can't change it so she would care, is this maybe something I'm better off just sending to my friends in a text message because it's actually not so relevant to my business mm-hmm. community. And in the ebook, I teach you how to create or find your Adele for your business because everyone's different. There may be people whose Adele's actually an Adrian. It may not be an Adele at all. Um, <laughs> but what's important is you know who yours is. And you can mm-hmm. call it anything you want. You need to know who this person is and you need to understand them in as much detail as possible. That is the most powerful marketing and communication tool you have in your toolbox for Mm. business. I love that you've identified her with a name. Yes. Was she she actually a person that you knew? No. Do you know what? I don't know. I still to this day don't remember why I called her Adele. However, (laughs) I had a workshop and someone booked called Adele and I was like, she found me. So no, (laughs) there was no reason behind the specific name Adele that I can remember. I hope to one day remember this. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, guys, just so you know the name. So the ebook is the new rules to gaining Instagram followers in 2021. So it is hot off the press. Absolutely love it. I have a question that's a little bit off 
course, but who knows? It might turn around to Instagram. Behind you, you have this incredible picture. Yes. What is this picture? <laughs> Where's it come from? There's got to be a story on this. Okay. Uh, if you're so, listening to the podcast, there will be a snippet of this, a showreel of this, so you'll be able to um, see it. Tell us about this magnificent picture here. He is magnificent. So this is Ghost Lamiao. He is my chief feline officer or CFO as you may like to refer to him. And he's wearing a jumper that says stay focused. And when I walk into my Ah. office at the start of the day and I look into his big blue eyes, he's a puma and it just makes me get excited and get amped up and be like we are going to smash this day and I am going to succeed. I don't know, I just wanted something different, you know. Everyone has these, like, offices with, like, quotes and sayings and stuff, and that's not really me. I'm a bit louder than that. I'm a bit bolder than that. And, yeah, I found this on um, online from, like, an artist in Sweden, and I was like, that is it, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I just got it printed as big as I possibly could. And now here we are as a team. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm in a new office, so it is just stark white at the moment. And I normally have my zebra because I find, like, they stand out because they're black and white. Mm -hmm. And they all have their own individual marketing, their own individual thumbprint. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like they're... Their, their, their print so um for me it just it's, it's a beautiful reminder that individuality is so important mm. and if you think even with Instagram you know it is about that that individuality like how do we really there's no copy of you you shouldn't be copying anyone else it should be no you know if you do you you do mm-hmm. you and no one can copy you now you'd actually said something which I do want to just touch on before we wrap up with some best piece of advice you mentioned, would Adele like this picture? Mm-hmm. And you said, if not, I will share it just with my friends. Now, I feel like the biggest mistake that I've even been doing, which now I'm just learning as I go along with Instagram, is for me it was all about just having my friends on Instagram where my friends for my business, they're not going to buy parts yeah. of my business well some of them have <laughs> but do you know what I mean so we got to go yeah. okay with Instagram it's not just about building your friends it's about building people that you can help can we just dive down that path with the mistake of what people might be using Instagram for and then needing like myself that's been needing to pivot now and get the hashtags and get the right content out there yeah 100% and this is a huge issue that so many people face. They start a business, they start an Instagram account, they follow all their friends and family, their friends and family follow them back and then they make no sales and they wonder why. Because your friends and family are not always your customer. They might be and great if they are but also if they're not, that's also fine too. You need to find your customer and they're on Mm. Instagram. I guarantee you there's a billion, over a billion people on the platform. So they're there. It's not about your friends and family. It's about your Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Two pieces of advice. Best piece of advice that comes from you right now you think would be great for a person in the startup to hear. It doesn't have to be Instagram. Just could be your whole travels in entrepreneurship. 
great piece of advice for them that you think, you know, this is a really good message that I wish maybe I knew? Yes. Okay. I have a best piece of advice, networking. As much as I teach and preach and obviously love social media and the power of social media for connection, what you can do offline is going to catapult what you do online. Mm. And also sort of coming back to the friends and family part, um, when you start a small business and you start working from home or, you know, in an office, it can be very isolating and your friends and family don't really always get it or for a lot of people they actually don't support it. But there are so many incredible networking groups that you can join and communities with women and men that get it and get what you're going through and give you advice and can be so, so, so helpful along your journey. So my best piece of advice for anyone that's a startup, if you haven't already, find and join a networking group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really key because they don't, a lot of friends and family don't know what you're going through. And if you're continually going to them sharing and just think entrepreneurships like this, Mm. like, you know, it's up and down, not even a week. It can be in a day. Yeah, <laughs> in an hour. hour. <laughs> and, yeah, within the hour. And they, if normally your, 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 your family, your friends, normally hear your hard stuff. Yeah. But we normally don't even share it, the great stuff that we do. So um, I think, like you're saying, when you surround yourself with that, you realise that you're okay and this is just the norm of it. Yeah. Um, what would you say would be a piece of advice for, you know, a female? She's got the good. She's, she's you know, built a great business. But what's something that you've learned from your experience when you're going to up a level and go to that next stage that maybe there's a message there that you could pass on to her from your experience? Um, just as important as networking from, okay, so remember in my story I said I was kind of doing my thing with the workshops and then I got the inquiry through from Mazda. Yeah. At that point, I got a business coach because you don't know what you don't know. And just like, you know, any athlete that wants to focus on their sport gets coached in business to allow you to focus on your zone of genius. Mm -hmm. I think having coaching and having that support is a fundamental part of reaching your goals faster because there will always be people that have done it before you that know better than you. And also I will say I've never had a business coach in my industry. It's Mm -hmm. always been, and I've had lots of business coaches now, um, it's always been people outside of the social media world that know business because I don't know business. I know social Mm -hmm. media. I know Instagram. I teach you everything about Instagram. But I didn't know anything about business. I was just winging it. I know some stuff now, you know, after six years. But well, yeah, after six years. Yeah, after six <laughs> years, I know I know a few things yeah. now, I would hope. Yeah. Um, but that was definitely a fundamental for me as well that I think a, a lot of people don't realise the value of that investment. Mm. Like if I could yeah. only spend money on one thing in my business, it would be business coaching. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. It's, um, I feel like, and even, you know, to this day, Pete and I have a coach. It's, for me, it's, it keeps us one in alignment. It keeps us accountable. Mm-hmm. And 
they know stuff that we don't know mm-hmm. for, for the marketing side of it. So we go, who's the best of the best out there? Like, let's just go for them. And it does, I feel like when you invest in yourself, one, it's the biggest compliment that you can ever give yourself because you're actually saying to yourself, I believe in me. Like, okay. I actually believe that I am worth this investment. Mm-hmm. And two, it really does hold you to a different standard. So mm-hmm. if you're wanting to up-level, and I love that you've linked this to you know, the, the woman that's ready to expand again, mm-hmm. if you're ready to up-level. And for me, just like you, Brooke, I, I get different coaches based on where I am at that stage in my journey. Yes. So I had one where I was doing workshops, but I wanted to do a tour, an Australian tour. So I was like, okay, how do I up-level to that? And I thought, who's the best person to sell from stage because I was selling a mastermind? Mm -hmm. And who's going to help me get that marketing out there? And I just had all these different coaches specifically for that stage. Mm -hmm. And then when it was time to fly, you know, I they graced my presence and we invested and we got the goal and then it was the next person. So I, I love that you linked that um, to that. And there's always somebody there. There's always somebody always. like you saying that. And I feel like part of it might sound a bit wishy-washy is you just ask. Ask the universe and the person will totally. appear or start asking other people that you know. But, um, yeah, it's a um, beautiful piece of advice. Well, thank you so much your journey today and sharing that with us I do love to finish with this one question Brooke yes you do say you have a bit of a morning routine um I would love to know what's the one thing that you do on a very regular basis and maybe it's changed slightly because you're pregnant but it's something that you know it's your go-to it's your go-to place something that gets you in your body something that gets you away from your desk that you know when you do that thing, that movement, that whatever it is, it makes you the happiest version of you, what would it be? For me, it used to be, used to be before um, I was five months pregnant, HIIT training, that's my thing. Like high intensity interval training is my get up and go. Since I've become pregnant and couldn't move as much, anymore um it turned to just walking <laughs> <laughs> but still movement right yeah and do you, just moving my body yeah yeah it's I feel like it's the most important thing if mm. you know if we can just get you know these ladies um and you guys know I preach this every time your body is a part of your business and if you go back mm. to the last episode I share about how it's a part of your business and if you can't fit it in your day because you've got kids and you've got other meeting stuff booked in, you've got to book it in like it's a meeting. It's actually a part of your business. When your body's not working, and and I know that you probably love that HIIT training because it, like for me, I love high-intensity training, absolutely love Mm. it. And I used to do personal training and I actually was one of the very first instructors that actually was teaching HIIT training when it first came out. No way. Yes, yes. So I was, yeah, so this was, Gosh, this is so long ago. I think I was 21 when it first came out. I'm 46 now. So this was when it first came (laughs) out. High-intensity training, short periods. um, I love that. Moving blood from top to bottom. Oh, I love that. And 20 to 30-minute, like, workouts. Because I used to do personal training. Everything was, like, one hour. Mm One-hour sessions were, like, you don't even need to do that anymore. There's a thing called HIT. Um, (laughs) So I love that you do that. That's fantastic. I miss it so much, like, I say to my husband all the time, I cannot wait to go back to training 
um, because I, I need it for my mind and I love it for my mind and I love what it does for my motivation and my energy levels as well. Like if I'm doing a big keynote, my prep is to go work out before. Yeah. Yeah, because it gets me all hyped up and really excited and yeah I do really miss it but (laughs) obviously I'm excited to have the baby too um (laughs) I just miss that she can't wait for it and the baby will be going to the hip classes 100% (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for gracing us with your presence um where can we learn more about you we're going to have the links there for social club Obviously, is this a stupid question? Is it Instagram to know more yeah. about you? I'm or very you active. want to go to your website. <laughs> I'm very active on Instagram, as you may have guessed by now. Um, so you can go to my website, but if you want like the juicy goodness, follow me on Instagram. So my business Instagram is Social Club Community, and my personal Instagram is Brooke Belinovich. Love that. Uh, ladies, just remember to grab the ebook. Just scroll below now and grab that. Brooke, thank you so much. And um, we can't wait to start seeing the pictures of the baby and your oh mummy God, journey. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everyone who's listened. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought, or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.